How's it going guys? We're going to be talking today about mental toughness, about overcoming weakness, about making sure that you're not a weak person. And this is something that I do have some credibility and that I do have some experience with. And it's something that I think people need to hear more and more so. I, I, I see what, what, what drove this, what, what gave me the idea is I've been kind of irritated lately with a lot of people who use all of these things as excuses. And they, they tell me all these reasons why they're not successful, why they're not happy, why they're not trying, why they're not doing this stuff. And it's, it's excuses, and that's all it is. And it's not that it's not a valid excuse, but just because you have something that is genuinely making your life more difficult does not mean that you don't try and overcome that. It doesn't mean that you just accept that these are the limits and that's it. It drives me insane. So when I was in infantry school, we had this instructor, this combat instructor, his name was Sergeant Finney. He's a badass dude. He really was. He's an awesome guy. And his motto was, weak people suck. And he would say it over and over again. He would make us say it over and over again. And, of course, like that environment is something where you're, they're trying to reprogram you. They're trying to, to change you in subtle ways and trying to make you into somebody who's very mentally tough, somebody who's very strong, very aggressive, very fearsome. And... That was one of the things that we relied on a lot. It's like, look, you have to overcome weakness. You have to be able to conquer yourself. It's okay to feel pain. It's okay to, to be in that state where you're depressed, where you don't want to do things. It's okay to be uncomfortable. It's not okay to be weak. It's not okay to give in to that stuff. And that was always the mindset. Because when you're weak, when you fall behind, when you don't push yourself, when you don't show up in the way that you need to, you hurt other people. Like you have people depending on you in that situation. You're in a situation where people could potentially die if you are not pushing yourself as hard, as hard as possible. And so there's this culture there where you try to make people quit. And it's, it's not even like a play thing. Like you try to break people. You try to make people quit. And that, that is the routine. And basically everybody gets broken at some point. Everybody does. It's very rare that somebody is just so incredibly fit and ready for everything that it doesn't hurt them. And it's not a bad thing. We're not looking for people who don't break. We're looking for people who break and keep going. We're looking for people who look themselves in the mirror and say, I don't care how painful this is. I don't care how hard this is. I'm going to keep pushing. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to find a way to succeed and to conquer this. I'm going to find a way to win. And I'm not going to just settle for barely enough. I'm going to do my best, no matter how much it hurts. And you have to be willing to push yourself into this weird place where you kind of forget who you are anymore, and you're just operating at this very animalistic instinct, this very primal place where you're just pushing yourself harder and harder. And this is not a pleasant place to be in, and there, there's, there's no sense in trying to say that it is, but it's a very valuable skill to learn. And now, look, I don't expect everybody to, to push themselves as hard as we did. I don't expect everybody to go to the lengths that I have in my life. But let me also preface what I'm about to say with something else because I want this to be understood before I start the rant that I'm about to get into. I went through infantry school severely depressed. I have bipolar disorder, diagnosed. I have, I have issues. I have um, obsessive compulsive disorder. I have that very severely, actually. I, had, I spent many years as a teenager honestly crying myself to sleep because the intrusive thoughts were horrible. I was borderline, I was very close to sui being suicidal. My, a lot of, like, after infantry school, I just, I, I kind of gave up. I was like, I don't know what to do anymore. I had alcohol at that point, too. That didn't really make it any better. But it's like, I, I really was at that point where it's like, I did not care about anything. I was in a just 
horrible place to spare. Like it was very difficult just to get out of bed in the morning. Even when we had leave and I wasn't there, I had zero interest in anything because I was horribly, completely depressed and I hated my life. I hated myself. I hated everything. I was, I was, it was in a bad place. I still got up every single day at four o'clock in the morning and I still did everything that everybody else did. I have dealt with those issues. I've dealt with other issues as well. I've never let them stop me. Now, do I sometimes not operate as efficiently as I would like to? Yeah, of course. I have my days. And there's, there's times that those, that stuff has held me back. But I have never made the decision not to go do something that is going to be tough just because I knew it was going to be tough. It's the wrong question. A lot of people ask themselves, is this going to be hard? How hard is this going to be? That is the wrong question to ask. The question you should be asking is, is it worth it? And if it's worth it, then you should do it no matter how hard it is. How hard it is should not be a consideration. And so the reason that I wanted to, to start off with that, look, we, it's, it's very important to understand that people with mental health issues have an uphill battle to fight. That is, that is a real thing. Like if you struggle with depression or anxiety, if you have ADHD, if you have all this stuff, like it's harder to do daily things. It is. It, it really is. And so it's, it's important not to look at yourself. If you're going through that, it's very important not to look at yourself as being weak just because you're struggling. Struggling is not weakness. If you have an obstacle in front of you, it doesn't matter if it looks easy to other people. It doesn't matter what you have going on. If you are trying, you are a strong person. That, that is what matters. You should not be in this mindset that like, I'm not as successful as my friends or I'm having a really difficult time with this day-to-day -day stuff and it, it sucks and I, I don't feel very competent. Like that, that does not make you a weak person. That, that makes you somebody who is working hard and you're working harder than everybody else. So maybe it doesn't show, but, but you know that and that's all that matters. Once you learn, by the way, once you learn strategies for dealing with those mental health disorders and you learned how to get past those, you are going to take off that weighted vest that was weighing you down. And you're now going to have so much more strength to push through the daily activities and all this other stuff. And like people that deal with mental health disorders typically are very strong. What is getting on my nerves, and this is not directed at anybody in particular, although it kind of is. When people use things as an excuse not to even try, whether that's their their particular issues whether that's their life situation whether that's the economy whether that's their ex whether that's their um their work place in like the the environment the dynamics there whatever it is i cannot stand that crap when people come to me and say well i can't be successful in this economy or it's like it's 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 fighting an uphill battle blah 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 and like why would i try to start something new why would i try to take on these challenges why would i go after something like it's hard there's a lot of competition i cannot stand that i really can't and people come to me with excuses all the time and it's like there's a very much a time and a place to be encouraging and gentle it's not when people are making excuses you guys have got to be really tough with yourselves because the only way that you're going to develop the mental toughness that is needed to be successful in this life is if you are brutally honest with yourself and you refuse to sink into this place of victimhood where you say, well, all these things are happening to me. I can't do anything about it. Bullshit. Yes, you can. It may be difficult. And that like, that's a valid thing. Maybe it is more difficult for you than other people. It may be. That doesn't mean that you don't do it, though, if it's worth doing. Um, so like kind of what, what started this, I made a video. I was talking about some body language tricks, some ways that you can get better at communicating with your nonverbals and also improve your own confidence in the process. So one of the things that I talked about was, and it's, it's kind of hard to show because I can't show you guys, but when you're like playing with the invisible watch, when you're like rubbing your wrist and, and whatever, I was talking about how that makes you look insecure. 
And you may not be meaning to project insecurity to other people, but you are, you do need to take responsibility for the perception that you create in the minds of others. And you need to understand that, like, you may think that you're, you're coming across as one way, but if you're doing things that make you look another way, like, that's how people perceive you. And that perception is reality as far as they're concerned. So you may be a great person, but if you come across as a, as a shady person because of things that you're doing, even if you don't mean to be doing those things, like as far as everybody's concerned, you're a shady person. Nobody cares that you don't that you have good intentions. They only see things that make you look suspicious. Same thing with confidence. You may feel pretty good internally, but if you come across as an unconfident person, that decreases your perceived value as a person. And it also sends signals to your unconscious mind. When you act in a way that is unconfident, that is self-conscious, that is anxious, that is, you know, fearful, you're sending signals to your unconscious mind that something is wrong and that you are in a fearful state. And it makes you feel more fearful. It makes you feel more anxious, more uncomfortable, okay? So if I'm telling you this simple trick, that if you stop doing this, you're going to, like, not everybody does it, but a lot of people, a, a lot of people do. If you stop doing this thing, you are instantly going to improve your perceived confidence and you're also going to feel a little bit more confident. Now look, if you have anxiety and you nervously twitch and fidget and do things like that, is it uncomfortable to stop doing those things? And does it kind of make the anxiety worse? Yes, absolutely it does. Nobody's denying that. But I had people commenting on the post talking about how, well, I can't do that because I have anxiety. I'm neurodivergent and I can't think that way. That is an excuse. That is weakness. And that is that is kind of the core of like, it's it's okay to tell people that they're weak. It's okay to tell people that they're making excuses. It's okay to call yourself out and to call other people out. It's very important that you do not use anything that is holding you back as an excuse. You need to be honest with yourself and say, look, this may be a valid thing that is holding me back and making things more difficult for me. That does not mean that I need to let it control my life. Okay? Maybe you're born with certain disabilities. Maybe you're born in a situation where you don't have the best access to resources. You don't have the, the things that you need. You don't have the support that you want and all this other stuff. Like, does that make life more difficult for you than it does for somebody who has all those things? Possibly, you don't know what's going on in their head. Maybe they have some kind of serious mental health disorder that you don't have. Maybe they have more resources, but like as far as they can't perceive them that way. So you have no idea what somebody else's struggle is. That being said, do some people have more difficulty doing daily things than, other, than others, like such as not fidgeting? Is it harder for some people? Yes, it is. Nobody's denying that. I'm not, certainly not denying that. I, like I said, I have obsessive compulsive disorder. I do crazy things that people would look at, would burn me at the stake for if they, if they knew I did them. And it's like, that has never once in my life stopped me from doing anything that I thought was worth doing. I have never looked at myself and said, I'm not going to go out and try to do this thing because I'm depressed, because I have anxiety, because of whatever. And it's like, it's not, a, it's not a nothing kind of deal where it's like, oh, it kind of affects me. No, this is a serious thing that I have grappled with my whole life. I have never let it stop me from anything. And is that because I'm special? No, it's because I make different decisions than the common people do, than the commoners do. And I am common in some ways, but at the same time, I'm also not. Because think about it. If you allow these things, these excuses, these issues to stop you from trying. And if you use them as an excuse, oh, I can't do that because I wasn't born into a rich family. Oh, I can't do that because I wasn't naturally talented. I can't be an athlete because, you know, you, you have to start when you're four or five. Or like talented musicians, they, they have to be able to afford that lifestyle. Whatever it is. It's like this complete bullshit. It really is. And I, I think that people need to start calling themselves out on it more. And if not, I'm going to call you out on it. 
because I don't like weakness. I refuse to surround myself with weak people. If I hear people making excuses over and over again, I don't, I don't associate with them. I don't become friends with them. I don't spend time around them. Quite frankly, I have a hard time not falling into that trap of being weak. I really do. I'm going to be honest with that. Like, I'm not like just naturally strong person. It's the result of decisions. I know that if I spend my time around people who complain and make excuses, I'm much more likely to do it. I'm probably going to do it because I have a hard time as it is anyway. I'm not going to make it worse by being around weak people that are going to perpetuate that problem, that are going to instigate that kind of reaction and that kind of response. I think it's very important that you take responsibility for the fact that, hey, yes, you have challenges in your life. You have obstacles. But the way that you develop mental toughness is you stop avoiding those things. You stop making excuses. You stop allowing weakness to grow inside of you. And what does that look like? What, what is that? How do you develop that mental toughness? Well, you start doing the things that you don't want to do. You start doing the things that are difficult, the things that are uncomfortable, the things that upset you. So, you know, for example, when we were training, we'd be out and I went through infantry school in, in the um, in the wintertime. It was brutally cold the whole time. It was miserable. It rained on us all the time. We were always wet. We always had sand in our pants and our boxers and like we we're always chafing everywhere. We're always wet. We're always like in, in, in pain, like our blisters are bleeding through our boots. And it's like we're carrying around all this weight all the time. It's like that's tough. It's hard. It sucks. How do you get through that? Well, you, you choose to. You decide that I'm not going to give up no matter what because I want to make it through this because winning is more important to me than short-term comfort, than pleasure. And you have to make that decision every single day. Do I want comfort? Do I want pleasure? Do I want the short-term reward of complacency or do I want to push myself? Do I want to become better? Do I want to become the best version of myself? And so once you make that decision and say, look, I know that I want to elevate myself above where I am now. Maybe I'm dealing with mental health issues, but I don't want to just manage it. I want to conquer it. I want to live a phenomenally fulfilled life. I don't want to just survive. I don't want to just get good enough and then keep going. I want to be happy, goddammit. I want to be in a good place. I want to go on to be financially successful. I want a good relationship. I want all this stuff. I want everything. I don't want to just settle for what everyone else has. And sometimes that, that bare minimum looks really damn good when you're really uncomfortable. And I remember torturing myself with this thought when I was in, uh, in, in training. And I would look, it's like, you know what? When I get out of here, I'm, I'm going to get married. I'm going to settle down. I'm going to have a couple of kids. I'm just going to work a minimum wage job. It's, it's fine. It's fine. It's whatever. I'm gonna, it's eight hours a day and you're done. And it's so much easier than this. And I'm not making that much more money anymore. And I tortured myself with that for a little bit. And I entertained that thought for maybe like two weeks. And I kind of used it as just like a fantasy to get out, to play games with myself. Still showed up every day. Still did my best. Still pushed through. But I had this fantasy. It's like, one day I'll give myself rest. And then I realized, I can't do that. I'm not wired that way. I can never rest. I can never just give up and be complacent. I can never stop. I am going to keep going no matter what. My goal, one of my many goals, is to be a multimillionaire. I'm not at that point yet. However... I know that once I get there, I'm not going to stop working hard. I'm not going to stop pushing. It's not about the money. It's not about any particular achievement. It's about the fact that this is who I am. And that's a kind of mindset that everyone needs to develop. And yes, not everybody wants to develop it to the same extent as I do. However, everybody does need to develop it for, to some extent. Because if your goal is to be just good enough, if your goal is to just survive and to just make it through, you're setting the bar very low and you're teaching yourself that you don't have to push very hard. When you make the stakes high, when you, put, when you make the, the achievement big and bold, such as, I don't know, 
graduating from one of the toughest military training schools on the face of the planet. You have to really push yourself. You don't just settle for good enough. You don't just go do a couple pull-ups and run a mile or two here and there. You go kill yourself continuously. And in doing that, even if you don't get to the point where you're a stellar performer, which I was not for the first two years, totally honest, I, I was not very a very good Marine for the first two years that I was in. I really was. I barely made it through infantry school. Now, I, I did well on some things, but I, like, I, I, I had a hard time. I really did. I wasn't at the bottom of the line by any means, but I was pretty average. I really was. In the first two years I was in the fleet, I was pretty average. It wasn't until I fixed my mindset that I started to really pull ahead. And that's all it was. Nothing changed about the situation. Nothing changed about anything. I changed. I decided that it's not enough anymore for me to just push myself and be depressed, but also kind of really work hard. I decided I'm going to work just as hard at fixing depression, at fixing this, this anxiety. And it took me actually much longer to fix um, or to learn to manage obsessive compulsive disorder than it did the bipolar, the, the depression. And that was actually a pretty quick process once I had the tools. And it took me a long time to find the right tools to deal with OCD. That's not something that's talked about a lot. But, but depression is, is talked about a lot more and is maybe not in, as directly. Because look, when you don't push yourself, when you create a complacent lifestyle, when you go home at the end of the day and you, you immediately turn on the TV and you, or you turn on Pornhub and you grab a tub of ice cream and you sit around and you distract yourself with pleasure from the fact that you are wasting your potential. And then you start to get a little bit depressed in the evening because it's like, I know I could be doing something. I'm kind of lonely and I feel kind of unsatisfied and unfulfilled. And it's like, well, of course you should be depressed. Like that's not something wrong with you. That is your brain telling you you're not doing very good. You could do more than this. And if you feel as if you're not giving enough effort and you need to do more, that's not a bad thing to be avoided. That's your higher self telling you, hey, I put you on this planet to do a lot more than sit on TikTok and, and, and waste your life. You need to be pushing yourself, not for the sake of pushing. It's not, it's not about like the hustle. It's not about the money. It's, a, it's about the fact that you are a human being with tremendous potential. And when you waste it, when you decide to use excuses, when you decide to be weak and to say, look, I'm not going to do that because it's hard, or I can't do that because it's difficult, because I'm challenged, I'm neurodivergent, I have issues, I wasn't privileged, I wasn't born into this, that, the other, I don't have these resources, I'm not as tall as you, or I'm, I'm not as wealthy as you, my parents couldn't afford to send me to school, so I can't do it. It's all excuses. That's all it is. It's all weakness. And I could point to a million examples of people who came from nothing or had everything working against them and still managed to be massively successful. And so it, it's, not, it's not the situation. Those challenges are part of your story. Those are the opportunities that you can overcome, that you can later turn around and look at and say, look, that was part of my success. Here's those moments where it looked like I wasn't going to make it, but actually what really happened is like that was the defining moment for me. And so some people look at like, you know, you watch a movie and there's these huge challenges that they have to face. Or they, you look at like mythology and they're fighting these monsters and all this other stuff. And it's like, well, if I had to fight a monster, I'd be famous too. Well, look, your monster is going to work and being a good employee despite the fact that you have a, a crappy job. Your, your monster is, is overcoming this mental health disorder. Your monster is, real, is, is breaking generational cycles of, of, of pain and trauma and um, poverty and whatever else. Your monster is, is maybe not this big dramatic thing that people can point to that is this glorious defeat. But when you defeat it, you, you have won something. You have accomplished something. And the only way that you will get that sensation of victory 
and pride and success is by actually pushing yourself and actually becoming a tougher person. And again, your goal does not have to be the toughest person in the world. Your goal needs to be that you are going to be honest with yourself, that you're going to confront the things that you don't want to do, and you're not going to make decisions based off of pleasure, based off of discomfort, based off of, I don't want to do that because it's uncomfortable, because it hurts. Because people do that. They use these excuses. They're like, well, I can't do that because, like I said earlier, like, um, you know, my parents couldn't afford to send me to school. Or because, like, maybe I can't be successful at work. I can't get that promotion because there's these cliques at work. And, like, I'm not part of the cliques. And I'm not, I'm not, I, I'm not like, savvy enough with all this stuff. And I'm not going to kiss anyone's ass. So, you know, I, I can't do it. No, that's an excuse. It's a fear-based excuse because you know that if you try, you're going to fail. And you don't want to fail. And you'd rather say, you'd rather not try and just say that, well, the reason that I'm a loser and I don't have this promotion is because I care more about something else. Because I, I'm too proud to, to, to learn how to play social games. I'm too proud. Like, I, I'm too good for them or whatever it is. It's like, no, you're taking responsibility. You're trying to put this back in your power. You're trying to avoid the fear and the pain of failure because you know that it's going to be hard. And you know that that failure is going to hurt your feelings. And that's understandable, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't do it. You can't rely on these excuses. You cannot, re you cannot allow weakness, any purchase in your mind, because when you do that, you start, you cultivate it. It starts to grow. It starts to magnify. It starts to get worse and worse. And it starts with daily decisions. Like, am I going to go work out today? Am I going to hit the snooze button again? Am I going to eat that junk food? Am I going to watch porn? Am I going to spend an extra hour on TikTok? Am I going to skip this thing that's important that I know I should do? Am I going to procrastinate it? Am I going to avoid this social setting because I'm anxious? It's like these things, like these seem like little decisions, especially the food. I noticed that people are really weird about food. People are like, oh no, with food, you have to argue with people. Like if you don't eat junk food, if you don't poison yourself with alcohol and other sort of crap and like all these artificial dyes and sugars and everything, it's like you have to explain to people and argue with them why you're not doing it. And like they try to make you do it. It's like if I went to somebody and said, take this cocaine, it's good, try it. Why? It's normal. Everyone's doing it. Like I would be looked at as like this bad person. But people do that with food all the time. Why won't you? Like I had somebody have this conversation with me the other day. Why won't you take this ice cream? Like, how about you get lost? Like, I'm not putting that in my body. It's not, that's, it's not that complicated. And that, again, like, that is developing mental toughness, saying no to those short-term pleasures that you know are going to hurt you. And it's not about never experiencing comfort. It's about, not about, like, never being happy or satisfied and always being miserable. That is not the purpose, okay? I do a lot of things that I, I, I find pleasurable. Like food, for example, I just don't eat junk food. I, I, will, I will splurge and eat, like, some really, like, fine meals. I will eat some things that I really enjoy, but I don't consider putting poison in my body as a reward for anything. And yes, it's tempting. Yes, it's hard not to do it. But guess what? The reward for that is that I look and feel phenomenal. And then I'm not destroying my health. I'm not destroying my age. And the common answer to that is, well, it's just one time. Moderation. Whatever. It's like, no, it's not one time. Those things are made addictive intentionally. So you have to be honest with yourself. It's like, if you are weak in that moment and you say, yes, I'll take the ice cream, you're going to be weak the next moment and you're going to take more ice cream. Then you're going to eat the cake with it because why not? And then it spirals, spirals out of control. Excuse me. The point being, you have to make those little decisions and you have to get it right. You don't make the decision to be mentally tough and that's it. It's not a one-time thing. It's a daily thing. It's a minute-by-minute -minute thing. You have to be hard on yourself. Not in an abusive way. Not in a I'm never good enough kind of way. 
but in a strict way. You have to take responsibility for acting as a parent for yourself. Because nobody's going to do it for you. Nobody's going to hold your hand. Nobody's going to tell you, hey, you actually need to try harder. You actually need to be better at this. And if you're not where you want to be in life, you are not going to get much further than you are right now without making yourself stronger mentally. And you develop that will when you stop making excuses. When you are honest with yourself and say, let's look in the mirror. Let's ask myself. Let's go alone in an empty room. Let's sit down. Let's go somewhere by myself. And let's ask my unconscious, say to myself, what am I afraid of? What am I scared of? What am I avoiding? What are the difficult things that I know I need to do that I'm not doing for whatever reason? And you ask yourself this question and you see what comes up and you allow those things to come up and you don't hide from them and you don't make excuses for them. You say, okay, thank you, unconscious. Thank you, brain, me. Thank you. I appreciate that. And then you go do those things. And if it's something like, I talked about fear last week, I talked about like, you know, if it's something like dying alone, and like that's your fear, it's like you can't really go confront that fear. You can't go like make yourself die alone. That's not what I mean. But you can sit with that feeling and you can stop making excuses and saying like, well, it's a long time away or I don't want to think about it. Of course you don't want to think about it. And you shouldn't be walking around thinking about it, but that doesn't mean you avoid that sensation. And if it's something maybe like, well, I need to go, I, I know I need to get my health in order. That was my big thing this year. Is like I, was, I realized that I had been making excuses. It's like, no, 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 no more excuses. I am, health is my priority. I'm getting myself in shape and I'm cutting out anything that doesn't need to go in my body. You know, you, you look at whatever it is that you're not doing and you go do that thing as uncomfortable as it is. You don't ask yourself, is it going to be hard? You ask yourself, is it going to be worth it? And if it's worth it, you go do it no matter what. And that will make you mentally tough. That will make you mentally strong. You don't have to go to the Marine Corps. If you want to, I kind of advise against it. But honestly, like you don't have to go to that level. What you do need to do, though, is start to cultivate this sense of mental toughness. You need to stop making excuses. And again, you might have a valid excuse. Nobody's disputing that. I'm certainly not. I know that people have valid excuses. But I also have valid excuses for not doing the things that I do, but I do them anyway. And I know a lot of people who are very successful and very, like, badass people who have accomplished a lot that you'll never hear about. People that you'll never, you'll never know their names, but they have kept you safe while you sleep. They don't make excuses. They acknowledge their shortcomings. They acknowledge their weaknesses. They acknowledge the fact that things are tough, but they do them anyway. And that's what this culture needs. Maybe not to that extent. However, we need more of it, if nothing else. So that is my message for you today. Go do the things that are being avoided. Go do the things that you know you need to do, regardless of how hard they are. And good luck.